Hello, good evening. This is Michael Basham. Good to talk with you. This is、um, Spirit Force, Spirit Wars, French Radio Network, FaithBucks.com, French Radio Network.com. <clears throat> Just watched Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings, or whatever, popped up on Disney Plus and happened to. Really catch the whole movie and just was totally blown away, and also、um, amazed at how it looks like the Illuminati、uh, announcing the thing that they're doing is still out there. But today, on, on tonight's show, we're going to be musing on a lot of different topics. So I just I title it that because I want it to go live right away. Strike while the iron is hot, or the glowing red blade with the embers glowing on it is hot. Sprouting out of the arm of the one armed man with a blade growing out of his arm. Pretty cool. Pretty cool visuals there. This is the spirit war, and you are recruited into the spirit war. You must know that this war has many casualties, but we need you, Skywalker. And disclaimer we're actually going to be filming little dick, dick talks. <laughs> dick talks. Might as well be called Dick Talk. Uh, because it's just a, a place for people to exercise their narcissism in very short and quick ways and to feel like they're famous because somebody looked at their video 10,000 times when it's literally like nothing.、Um, but that's where everybody migrated. So we're、um, swirling down the toilet bowl of big tech and AI to at least hopefully preserve a few. And tonight's mission is to. Hopefully, to,、um, we're going to be speaking some Chinese tonight. Maybe some Japanese too. Why not? And warning people not to take the vaccine. You know, do your own research. I'm not going to sit here and tell you all the details. The media is telling you not to do your own research. <laughs> What does that mean? They're telling you don't believe people who say that they're dying from the shot. Well, my brother has severe epilepsy. It's, it's a condition I'd like to ask for prayer for. His speech has, has been slowing down recently. He's been dealing with it for 20 years. And you want to tell me that、uh, vaccines are safe? No. At the very least, you're playing Russian roulette, but this new thing is not a vaccine. So we're going to be warning the people of Taiwan in honor of the spirit of Asia land tonight. So join us, and I'm going to share the links, and I'll be right back. Hallelujah. And、uh, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Jesus Christ, and all of our friends over on the Fringe Radio Network. It was really fun hanging out with Let's Get Jacked Up last night. Man, what a fun band of warriors there. Don't forget to check it out. And all the great shows on Fringe Radio Network. Hallelujah. And just to start out the show, let's do one little, one little thing in Chinese, if you will excuse me, you non Chinese speakers. <coughs> Many bad people want to kill you, want to make you sick. 亲爱的台湾，我拜托你，不要打疫苗，不要
，不要相信媒体，让媒体一直骗你。他们是说谎言，不要相信。The media is lying to you. 亲爱的台湾，不管我的头发很疯狂。Doesn't matter if my hair is crazy. 不要打疫苗，相信我，我跟你一起台湾。我爱你，台湾。台湾 number one. All right. So with that,、uh, that was that is the epitome of a short attention span. Small videos. I've got my other phone here. I'm recording TikToks, so it, it's going to be a weird show. But I want to focus on this new Marvel movie. There's a lot of weird Illuminati things in there. We need to talk about it. I mean, a lot. Ouroboros opening portals to other dimensions. The nature of the mystical realm of Asia Land. It's going to be fun. It's it's a lot to explore. I think we'll have fun tonight. So stay tuned.、Uh, we'll be right back. Hallelujah. <laughs> Right, I'm going to be totally transparent with you. I don't even remember the name of the movie. It's Shang Chi: Legend of the Ten Rings or something. It looked totally dorky. I was like, "Oh, this is going to be terrible." But then I realized that they put a lot of budget, a lot of good acting, a lot of good writing. This movie was really Marvel at its best, and it's their effort to reach out to the Asian people. Of course, China. I mean, like half the movies in Chinese. But also, you know, the Asian American population, the Westernized Asian people, which is great. You know, I there, there's just on so many levels, there was so much production that went into this, and so much thought, and I, you appreciate that when you watch a movie, even if you know the devil did bring it. You know the story of the poor woman that、um, she's talking to her neighbor. I can't remember the whole story, but basically, she's like. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get my food today. Somehow it's gonna be brought to me, and and the the neighbor is making fun of her. He's like, "Well, whatever." I mean, who knows? And some evil guy drives by and throws like old like bread that's not the best, but it's still good. And she catches it through the window, and he's like, "Well, what's that?" And she's like, "Well, well, even the de- even if the devil done gone brought it, I still got my bread." And that's kind of the feeling I get with these Marvel movies. Is like, yeah, you're getting truth, and you're saying, no, it's the Illuminati. Well, even if the devil done gone brought it, it's still truth. They're still telling you. They're still opening and parting the veil a little bit for you. In this case, the mythological realm of the Chinese, and and then of course they're they're telling you what the Illuminati's planning and all the portal opening and all that too. But even if the devil done gone brought it, you're getting you're getting some some food here. You're getting some like unveiling, some revelation. 
So I don't want to discount and just say, oh, because, well, it's Illuminati, so we can't trust nothing. They're telling you their plan. Basically, the movie is about this. So if you're not into Marvel movies, then I should tell you what it's about. It's an it's an Asian dude. It's It starts out with kind of this mystical, mythical, you know, the man who has the ten rings. He can live forever, and he can defeat any army. And throughout history, for thousands of years, he's defeated any army. He's like Genghis Khan, except somehow he stayed secret and hidden. And the movie um, obviously thought about, well, how did he stay hidden so long? And because it's the Marvel Universe, well, they take out the Mandarin, the Mandarin guy, that goofy British actor who played the Mandarin in Iron Man 3, which is total false flag information. Hold on, I gotta shut the door. This fire is burning and I'm choking on smoke. Fire, stop making so much CO2. But you know, it's bad for the environment. <coughs> <coughs> Okay, we're going to try to make it through this. Hallelujah. I apologize for the echo. You know, I need to get some egg cartons and some foam and, and, and glue it to the walls. But I'm in a um, a makeshift office right now. I've been traveling. We're in North Carolina presently. I don't know where we'll be tomorrow. But it's looking like God's got a lot of stuff going on here. So this is our present battlefield in the spirit war. We're not sitting around just watching movies all day. Like I literally have a billion things going on, a billion things cooking at the same time. The multiverse, the multidimensional reality of what we do, it's it's out of control. I mean, the internet is a is a kind of a symbol for how you can get phone calls from around the world. I'm like, uh, mom, wife, can you remind me? I got to talk to Ryan tomorrow. Who's Ryan? Oh, he's he's the um man. Who's Ryan O'Neill? He. He runs the show Ryan O'Neill Radio on Fringe Radio Network and on FM Radio in Noonan, Georgia for talk radio and um, 99X AM FM Radio. And he's had me on literally dozens and dozens of times, and I need to talk to him about some radio stuff. So it's like, okay, that's one area of the world that we – are working with and dealing with and people who are grassroots boots on the ground fighters. We have a lot of people who are fighting in their own arenas and we don't have money to do the greatest job and have the nicest studios, but we are effective in our realms. We are an effective team to quote oblivion with Tom Cruise. We are effectively causing the enemy to freak out Fringe Radio Network has hosts and guests, Sarah Westall, you know, Naked Bible, Michael Heiser. Go on there. Check it out. Let's Get Jacked Up. Really funny show, Earth Oddity. An apolitical show, but if you got to have a breather from all this stuff, just go to Earth Oddity. So funny. A couple of good old boys reading some of the funniest, weird, odd stories around the world. But I've got all this stuff going on. and And just to sit down and watch a movie for once. You know, it's not like like a normal thing. And to get this absorbed into it and to be reminded of the last 20 years of my life, learning Japanese, Chinese, traveling to these Asian nations, and Marvel now coming out and, and kind of confirming some of the stuff that I've been 
dealing with in a mystical sense, you know, just tapping into the spirit realm. Okay, God, what's up with the Karens? I've seen those things in the spirit. I've seen, I've had dreams too, because sometimes you don't trust your visions. So I also get to have dreams. I've seen those power balls, those like weird energy balls that you see in all these weird Chinese Asian dramas and mangas and animes and stuff. I've seen those and it's, it's cool. It's powerful. It's not the most powerful thing, but it's powerful. There's, there's power to it. I've, I've taken Aikido and Judo and, and Tai Chi and I've been there. I've talked with high level Buddhist monks and been there in, in the inner sanctums with people that are not random, crazy homeless people babbling to themselves like you find in the States. People, oh, I'm into Zen. I'm a Buddhist. I'm a vegan. No, these are people who go on TV and maybe millions of people watch them. I've been in private councils with these people in my misadventures in Asia land. I have too many stories to tell you right now. It's not about the past. It's not about telling you like, hey, hi, I'm Michael Basham. Here's my little flip book. Look what I did in 1997. Here's me in 2003. Here's me in 2005. I met Mother Teresa. I met a Buddhist priest. I'm, I'm a, I met an actor once, you know, like those people you meet in L.A. They're all famous because they know an actor. Well, I'm friends with, you know, um, who's that guy in Broken Arrow with Tom, uh, with, um, like lesser known actors, like somebody that was famous in like 1998, but you haven't seen them in a movie since then. No, I, I was at a party once with him. I totally, I'm friends with him. Yeah. I'm, I'm like really famous now. I don't want to be that guy. But when it comes to talking about it, I can tell you a lot of stories about people I've met and, and experiences, miracles. And when you're watching these Marvel movies, so Shang-Chi brings you to Asia land. It brings you into the mythical realm. You got a boy that's trained to be an assassin by his father. And the movie is very expertly written because they figure that American audiences won't be able to put up with a straight up Chinese movie with like myths. And so they unravel it to you very slowly, like the complexities of an Asian family. <laughs> you know, we don't get that. Americans are like the worst people at taking care of their parents and their family. We're all crazy rebels. Um, the, the Chinese, they stick with their family forever. And, and this movie kind of slowly introduces you to that idea. Um, and, and they, they don't tell you everything that happened right away. So you're always kind of get like, what happened to his mom? Like, how did she die? What happened to their, you know, you're kind of glued because the movie has, it's been written like a mystery novel, which mystery novels are always written backwards first. So the writer has to know every detail of the ending, the surprise ending, and they have to write it backwards to uh, give you clues about where they're leading you. So some mo some movies and books that you can tell they just wrote it and they didn't know where they were going. It was a spirit trip. It was a vision. You could say it's lazy writing. Sometimes it's channeled channeled writing. Um. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All right, let's let's do something. Switching gears here. Changing gears to starboard thrusters. All right. Smudge report. All right, let's see what we got. Okay, we'll be right back.
All right, it appears we're still live. Hallelujah. Still with the bad audio, but you know what? We're getting so many really blessed, encouraging comments recently that I can't... I cannot let the show go just because of the quality of the audio. The show is more than just an entertainment thing with perfect audio and we'll get there again you know the the beauty of what i do is that i could do it with like if i was homeless living in a box if i could just get to an internet station i could still do what i do because it's about carrying on a transmission and god has never allowed me to be that position and plus i have a work ethic so you know there's that but if we were in a position where we had no uh, resources, the show could go on because it's fine-tuned to be almost just like sporadic videos that you post to whatever platform hasn't banned us recently. And it's not even about like reaching the millions. It's like if I can just talk to a few people, it's worth it. Although God has blessed us to, at times, speak to many people, which is always a delightful surprise. But I'm not the marketing guy. I'm not in charge of thinking about, like, oh, my gosh, how are we going to meet all the people and reach all the people? And my video's got to be viral. I'll tell you what goes viral is when I record a video in Chinese as a white dude speaking to Chinese people, telling them why I respect and love their country. And I'm speaking directly and especially about the Taiwanese. Because Taiwan is the last Chinese republic, if not the only one ever. It's the surviving Chinese republic from China after World War II. They were um, positioned on Taiwan and uh, they've been under fire ever since. So you would think, oh, they must be super scared of China coming to take them over. Well, it turns out that uh, China's never really been able to take over Taiwan, and they just always shoot their mouth off. But it's a complicated deal to take over Taiwan by China. It's like saying, like, like if France and Spain and Portugal and... I don't know, whatever other countries they can get to go with them, we're going to decide to invade England, Great Britain, and take over that. That would not be an easy deal. So uh, Taiwan isn't going to be easily taken, but and because especially because it has to do with the neighboring Asian countries. You've got Korea there. You've got Japan. Um, it would be a very big, huge world war for China to attack and try to take over Taiwan. But we still need to reconsider the, the fact that they um, have been posturing themselves so strongly recently makes you think like, okay, is America ready to face this? Because in the New World Order, they're giving the whole world to China. China has taken over Africa. I've been to Nepal. You know, speaking of Marvel, I've been to Kathmandu where you see Doctor Strange finds his master. I've been in those streets and there's no way they would have like a big dojo like that in Kathmandu and those roughshod, rowdy, goofy little, um, it's such a, <laughs> it's not that nice <laughs> like Kathmandu. Um, but there's there's Maoist revolutions happen, happening all the time there in Kathmandu. You've got the power runs out pretty much 
every night because they artificially turn off the power station. So you have to have candles to eat dinner at night. They'll turn it off for like about two hours. You got to like make sure your laptop's charged up if you want to watch a movie. Like, hey, let's watch Armageddon tonight. Oh, we got to charge up the battery in the laptop to watch it on a little laptop. There's no power for two hours. I mean, that's the situation with China taking over your country, and they're doing that artificially, and they're doing it today to America. They're shutting down the power. They're shutting down the supply chain. Artificially, China is invading America. They could never do it with, like, Chinese soldiers invading your town. I live in a valley right now where it would be a total nightmare even for a a, a bunch of platoons to try to take these mountains because of all the the armored up and geared up and stocked up and weaponed up hillbillies and and just good old-fashioned Americans with automatic weapons ready to fight trained some of them most of them it seems were in were in combat before and they're like hell no there's no way that's going to happen here so what does china do oh well your kids have to wear a mask if they want to go to school oh well you got to get a vaccine if you want to keep your job you want to go to a government office at the dmv or something you got to wear a mask you got to get a a shot we're going to give you the shot the shot kills you we're not making people in China take the shot. We have our own version of the shot, which doesn't kill you. But you Americans got to take this thing. And it's literally Thanos snapping his fingers, half the population dying. Because half the people in America are dumb or they're sheep or they're afraid. And they'll take the, cho- the shot, the chop, to save, to save their, their jobs. And so we're in this Marvel universe. Now, here's the good news. There are supernatural, unexpected save you kind of last minute weapons and warriors. And one of them happens to be Asia world. And one of those voices from Asia world happens to be yours truly, who spent his life learning Chinese and Japanese and living in those countries and just traveling there and letting God open doors and portals. And it's not like in your face miracles, like, like a Marvel movie. Or you're riding the dragon, the end of the movie, you know, the, the hero rides the dragon. Wow, it's so exciting. That's spiritual. That is, by the way, that's, the Chinese dragons are not the same as Western dragons. We're not talking about smog, you know, uh, Bilbo Baggins cowering from this giant, horrible, evil dragon that's just full of, of Luciferian hatred and wisdom. It's, uh, I shouldn't say wisdom, but cleverness, you know, just snide hubris and, and dragons represent power and they do possess a lot of ancient power. The Bible even acknowledges that ancient serpent, the ancient dragon. But in China, they've, I think the Chinese have tapped into a different breed of dragon, if you will. And, uh, if you were to live in America where we had idols and dragon worship everywhere, you would be like, this is sick. China has idols. It is sick. But the dragons are not as um, wicked and devilish, if I might say so. Like it says in the end time, we'll judge angels. So here I am. I'm judging dragons. There are wicked, evil dragons. You know, uh, George versus the dragon in England and these evil, like really just pestilences. The dragons always represent pestilences in European folklore. 
but in in China and in Asia generally a dragon represents something that is a strong point and has a beauty to it and is um very well they're very elegant and this movie probably is the first time you're going to see one of those and it's good light. I'm not saying worship it or whatever. I'm just saying these are kind of like elemental beings that the Chinese kind of tapped into with all the other Asians. They've, they've tapped into that race of beings, which would be considered a reptilian race that is not trying to enslave everybody. Now, that being said, this is a Marvel movie. And uh, when you see this kind of elemental water dragon thing appear and don't worship it. I'm not worshiping it. I'm just saying it's not the same as like smog or a demonic dragon. It's just a Chinese typical, like you're at the restaurant. They've got these pretty little snaky looking dragon things. That's what this is. And it's amazing. And it's freaking cool. But um, notice the symbology. So you go through the movie and the end of the movie, they have basically a huge epic Titanic battle in another dimension, an Asia world dimension. Um, long story, you know, not even worth getting into, but it's brilliantly carried out where you see the reality of Karens. You know, I've, I've had visions and dreams with these things. Karens are, well, if you ever drink beer and you find a bottle of Karen or just type it into the internet, it looks like a deer and it has a dragon head and a weird long tail and scales, and it's a mythical being. Well, this movie gives you a glimpse of that mythical world from the perspective of people coming from a very physical world with like hip hop and cool cars. Very, very well done. So you're, you're being shown this, and there's a lot of cheesy parts too. The movie's not perfect, but you're seeing, you're, you're being introduced to a kind of an Americanized, dumbed down version of thousands and thousands of years of Asian traditions and mythology and beliefs and all that stuff that they totally know, but we don't know. So they dumb it down, um, but they put it in the realm of Marvel, you know, Doctor Strange, and they mention about Thanos, and you get a little bit of mention of uh, some of the different superheroes and stuff. And you're being introduced to this stuff, and they show you um, armor made from dragon scales. They show you uh, the the battle for souls, and they even have a little bit of a glimpse into the ideas of the Chinese belief of souls that are lost, that are wandering the spirit realm, and like soul food. Like you lay out, you put out food and whiskey and cigarettes for grandpa who died. And that is a very, very strong belief in, uh, in Chinese, in Chinese culture. I mean, even in communist China where it's outlawed, they still can't keep people from doing it. Cause it's just, it's so ingrained in their culture. In this movie though, they give you the glimpse into the war for souls. And there is a gate of hell that is being contended over to be opened with a, a very terrible beast that will um, emerge. It's kind of a dragon, but it's more of a beast. And the beast is released at some point during a duel with the protagonist and his father and, you know, his sister's involved. And it's really exciting. 
you can tell I just watched this movie because I'm still kind of jazzed. And, you know, you walk out of a movie, like a good movie, and you're like, yeah, I want to go to the gym starting tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. I'm going to start running like 10 miles every morning to get in shape and learn how to like jump around and do cool things and wield spiritual nunchucks. Well, you should have that vision. You should have that desire to wield the spiritual weapons, the the word of God and to, to know the word of God. And now we're going to get into the word of God because the beast emerges from the gateway with the dragon scales being peeled away by the 10 rings. So you've got that analogy of the Lord of the Rings there. And this beast emerges and the, the good dragon, but whatever, good dragon, Chinese dragon. Remember, it's Marvel. And the dragon constantly does the Ouroboros symbol and it does the infinity symbol, you know, the metaverse thing. So Facebook is now, and they're all like worshiping the dragon. And remember, the book of Revelation talks about the dragon and the beast. So what does it say? It says that the dragon gives its power to the beast. Well, in this movie, you will see a scene where the beast grabs the dragon, these two kind of Godzilla monsters, very good CIA, CIA, CGI, might as well be CIA, CGI, but whatever. Anyway, so you got these two beasts and you got this giant beast grabbing this snake-like elegant Chinese dragon. I mean, and my mom asks me, she's like, Michael, what do you think about dragons? And I'm literally coming from Asia land and I'm like, think this kind of dragon i mean it's so it's such a like blatant statement it's like saying what do you think of asians well there's good asians and bad asians i mean i'm not a racist against dragons or asians i'm just saying that there's this different breed than what we're used to but this one is more like the uh falcor puppy dog um angelic being in never-ending story so much less of like a wicked dragon. However, Marvel captures at that moment to make a statement, you know, as we're seeing Klaus Schwab announce a new covenant that we need to make for COVID and globalization and global warming and protecting the environment and the lockdowns and the mark of the beast system, they're announcing a new covenant the last few days. Klaus Schwab. So you've got the dragon and there's a scene where the beast grabs the dragon and starts to suck its soul out because that's what they do. They suck people's souls to gather strength. And somebody says, if the beast receives the soul of the dragon, it will be unstoppable. Well, the Bible says, and I, I'm kind of thinking of Russ Dizdar right now who passed away. So in his honor, brother, you know, Russ Dizdar, the dragon gave his power to the beast and we need to open our Bibles to that because the dragon giving his power to the beast is the symbol of like the Holy Spirit being given to Jesus. You know, the, the anointing to this individual on the earth. Well, the beast that rose out of the sea, this beast, we're always talking about the beast system, you know, even InfoWars recently, amazing videos of all the mosh-ups of really great job by the crew there. Um Katy Perry and Madonna and all those idiots making huge, big, just festooning themselves in their shows, their multi-million dollar shows, worshiping the beast and worshiping COVID and lockdowns and masks and vaccines and death. And this beast system being centered around one man 
and this dragon giving its power to the beast is it's extremely clear. If you know the Bible, you know, let me look it up really quick. I want to I want to find the verse in the Bible. Obviously, we're not scripted here. We're hardly prepared. My show is like my life being just poured out to you guys in a in a way. It's like a diary of my heart just poured out for the last 12 years, I guess. So we're going to find that scripture in Revelations, and we'll be right back in just a moment. Okay, we're back. So, um, thank you, Jesus. Uh, gosh, it's hard to it's hard to really keep up with all the little things that go on in the world these days. There's so many ways that we can share information, but um, right now I can only notify people that we're live really through Telegram because that's the easiest way. And Facebook.com is obviously where you find that Telegram. If you're interested to follow us there, uh, TikTok is just, it's another temporary thing. YouTube is obviously temporary. Twitter and you, Facebook and YouTube are all controlled by the same evil people. But let's get back into this beast power. But first, you must surrender to him. And that is something that most people cannot do because they want to be in control. So here we are in Revelation 12. And uh, there is a wonder in heaven, a great red dragon. So we're going to go through Revelation. There's many of these dragons. Um, it mentions that the the woman uh, clothed with the sun was having a baby. So somehow there's this mystical, mythical, amazing woman, but she's having a baby and she's painfully having the baby. So it kind of makes me wonder if this woman isn't alive in the sinful world today, because the Bible says, I will greatly, I will greatly increase your pains in childbearing. I mean, for crying out loud, she's wonderful. She's got... The moon under her feet. She's got a crown of 12 stars on her head. But she's having pain, travailing in birth. So this is the church, some people believe, or Israel, or some kind of mystical entity that, in in essence, Jesus says that we would all be one, that we would all be unified into one body. And this really represents the church. And this is why... You don't see too many dudes, too many big old Dave Hogan's running around, too many alpha males being in control of everything. Humbly, I saw Alex Jones, as much testosterone as that guy has, really just tap into the bridal mystery. And and in his analysis of the enemy and how they're everybody's getting in bed with Satan now, I mean, literally, you have videos on InfoWars, banned on video, if you dare watch, as of 11-12-2021. 
if you look at uh, some of the videos they put out, it's like literally people getting raped by Satan. I mean, homosexual rape. So Satan does horrible things. And Jesus's realm, it's the beauty of the the man and the woman. So it's the beauty of the bride and the husband, the king of kings. And, uh, you know, the, the church is subservient to the directions and the councils and the commands and the orders of God Almighty. You really want to try to alpha male God? But when in that position, really the church, the bride of Christ, receives all power and authority as a wife receives all power and authority from her powerful husband when he is in charge of a huge like estate in this case it's the universe <laughs> so you want to be alpha male well you're gonna have a lot of room to alpha the whole universe as the bride of christ in in your final form in the final unity of all of us christians together and i know this is some mystery stuff that i can't really wrap my head around either it's just that's how it works but the dragon confronts not the seven churches of Christ not this well yeah he does but in in essence it's a woman giving birth to devour her child as soon as it was born some people believe this is actually a a prophet that's being born or something i think it's it's a signal i think it's a lot of things it might not be that literal even as the woman is not like that literal it's more of like a visual of the status of the church altogether but there is this man child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron so the man child could be the form of the church giving birth to um a royal a royalty that does command and in jesus says i will give to those who overcome a rod of iron so there's a lot of mystery speak here so we're getting off on the dragon you know we're getting off on the we're getting sort of sidetracked uh revelation 12 7 uh michael and his angels fought against the dragon the fought against the dragon fought and his angels so satan has his own angels 12.9, I'm skipping. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. Don't you see the whole world deceived by Satan and the devil and the old serpent and the dragon, the great dragon? It's literally like naming everything. These are these occult names. Um those that do not love the truth they are given the deception of satan god even uses satan to deceive those that don't love the truth and then of course my favorite verse 12:10 i heard a loud voice yeah maybe they got alex jones up there in heaven or the equivalent now has come salvation and strength in the kingdom of our god and the power of his christ for the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. See the power of Satan, the devil, the dragon, the serpent, 
the old serpent would stand before God and accuse the people of God, our brethren, day and night. You ever feel miserable? Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, I'm so sad. If you've seen that meme. <laughs> Satan is making you accused before God. Yes, you don't deserve the blood of Jesus. But yes, the blood of Jesus is for you. Now is the power of his Christ. So now is salvation's strength in the kingdom of God and the power of his Christ. Because the accuser of our brethren, the dragon was cast out. So Michael, the archangel, is going to cast the dragon to the earth. So when you see the beast system arise on the planet, actually that is the time for Shang-Chi and Doctor Strange and Thor and Captain America and Iron Man and a plethora of real hero super soldier warriors of the kingdom. Not the super soldiers of the dark side. There, there will be counterfeits. And believe me, the enemy is doing everything he can to prepare for that final war. But what is Spirit Wars and Spirit Force about? It's, it's accounting for the fact that God will initiate plan Revelation 12, 9, and 10. So get your armor on, start imagining, start stepping into the supernatural, the limitlessness. Let's see where else the dragon shows up here. Uh, there is one verse in particular regarding Shang-Chi that I want to talk about. And uh, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, the word of their testimony. They loved not their lives to the death. Rejoice, ye heavens that dwell on them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea. For the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knows he has but a short time. And when the dragon saw that the, that he was cast upon the earth, he persecuted the woman that brought forth the man-child. And then she was given two wings of a great eagle to fly to the wilderness, into her place where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time. For the, from the face of the serpent, three and a half years. Each detail in this prophecy is important. And the serpent cast out his mouth water as a flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood, which the dragon cast out of his mouth. So, major, major, major wars. Now, skipping to chapter 13, because we can read the Bible again and again, and each time it's important. But as far as Shang-Chi and that scene with the beast get, trying to suck the soul of the dragon, the dragon gave him his power, that is, to the beast and his seat and great authority. Revelation 13.2 So get ready, guys. And they worshipped the dragon which gave power unto the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast and who is able to make war with him? 
And then, of course, he makes war with the saints. He opens up his mouth with blasphemy, blasphemy against God. And it was given to the beast to make war with the saints and to overcome them. Are you ready to be a martyr? It's going to look like every Christian friend that you know is dying. All that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb. So, unless your your name is written in the book of life, you're not going to be able to resist worshiping the beast. You think it's bad enough now? Like, oh, I got to go to Walmart. Got to wear my mask to go to Walmart. Oh, got to wear my mask to get my driver's license and pay my electric bill. How do you think it's going to be when this thing is revealed? How do you think people are going to be able to resist? Do you think it's a coincidence that everybody's moving to the country and building up their networks and figuring out how to survive outside the system, outside the grid? Meanwhile, the grid is being shut down. We're in this thing, guys. And Shang-Chi is a vision of some of the kind of lesser expected things you're not going to expect asian warriors and dragons and spirits and and i don't want to paint the whole thing as evil because i think there's really something to the concept of extra dimensional entities even the good ones coming through for us although i don't worship them and i've definitely dealt with some bad ones you know those little doggies that you see in like Asian temples and even people's houses out there, they'll have those like doggy lions and they'll be holding these power balls and very emblematic, very kind of a standard issue idolatry thing. Well, I had a very vivid dream dealing with one of those where I was like flying through the sky and wrestling with one and they're not so big. They definitely look like little puppies, but they've got these rainbow-colored energy lightning balls that they wield, and they're not to be messed around with. Kind of like if you got like a pit bull that's trying to attack you, or maybe not even that, like just any kind of dog. And you watch out for that dog and its bite. You know, you're like, uh-uh. And this dream, I was flying through the sky on some kind of mission, and I vividly recall fighting one of these little puppy lions of Asia world with its little energy rainbow electricity ball, which it's very agile. They're very vicious. They're pretty strong. Uh, that's all I remember. I remember chopping off the heads of dragons as well. A lot of weird mythical beings and dogs and chickens and phoenixes. And there's all kinds of stuff out there, guys. But we're talking about Shang-Chi and the Bible and what we're going into. And it's literally, it's not just another day in Michael Basham Spirit Wars and making jokes and reading the Bible. Literally, the powers of this planet are announcing a covenant. That we need a new covenant. And you heard it first from Jay Dyer and InfoWars. And maybe some some echo mouthpieces that are sharing this information. But it's here, guys. They're announcing it. And we're so overwhelmed. We want to crawl into our holes and just try to 
calm ourselves down because of the anxiety. Meanwhile, there's a new army arising. And I don't know if they're ready. I think that a lot of people think it's about getting likes and followers on Instagram and TikTok. They don't realize that people are going to die. I need to talk to Taiwan really quick. Let me open up um, my other camera here and let's speak a few words to the Taiwanese. <sighs> what do you say to people who are so used to being enslaved, so used to going along with the system? Chinai de Taiwan. And remember, Japan rejected it. Taiwan is rejecting it. A lot of Taiwanese people are rejecting it. But um, I think Hayo Hando Taiwan Ren Kanang Bujadao. So please, please fight. I love you, Taiwan. Jayo, Taiwan number one. Okay, TikTok video number two. All right, we'll see. Maybe they'll pick it up. Maybe not. You know, maybe I'm just wasting my time. But there was a time where I would sit down. I would make these little videos in Taiwan. And uh, um, I remember once I sat down for five minutes. And it was before class. It was after a long day. I was kind of jazzed because of the Trump thing. And everything was happening back then. And I made this little video um, just called... I love you, Taiwan, from an American guy. <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I titled it. And I wrote it in Chinese. And it literally got just tens of thousands of likes and comments and maybe hundreds of thousands of views. I don't remember. But it was very, very shared. And people picked up the message from... I guess I was in my maybe mid-30s or something, and I just wanted to, to say something to the Taiwanese people and why I love Taiwan. And, uh, you know, um, I think that's the most viewed video I've ever made that was just me talking, not edited. Very limited Chinese. But this is war. And when I saw Shang-Chi, I thought, you know, I've had visions with these Chinese warriors. Like, I've seen these guys just kicking butt. The the romance of the Third Kingdom, the Three Kingdoms. Those old stories with their old Chinese heroes that are like the Old Testament stories. If you read the Old Testament and then you read some of these Chinese stories, you're like, oh, this is like the Bible. Well, yeah, because these are like righteous warriors that had codes of conduct and standards of a kind of a righteousness that maybe paralleled the Jews, although they never met because it's too far away. But that goes to say, like, the law of God and the code of God is written in the stars. And later you find out that Enoch really is most likely the father of China. But that's another topic for another day. Just look up the figurists if you're really interested in that. But too much information, too short, too much uh, to compress into this little broadcast. But I have delivered my soul here every night, almost every day. I try to deliver as much as I can. And I know it's so little, so late, and, and the, the times are so desperate. 
But if we can just save a few souls from these shots that are meant to kill people, but especially the soul-sucking nature of the system, they're trying to destroy us in hell. Don't fear man, fear God who can destroy your soul. But the enemy seeks to devour us and to go after our souls and to just slowly ebb away at you every day in your miserable life, your miserable job, your miserable school, your miserable children, your miserable marriage and divorce and paying for child support and just slowly ebbing away until you die. You drink yourself to death. You kill yourself. So many people I know in the wicked system, well, that was all a lie. Can you believe that God has joy for you. He's got incredible, pleasant love of his order of, you know, you ever walk in your room and it's a total disaster and you don't even go in there and look at it. You're just like, ugh. or the kitchen, it's a mess, dirty dishes, cockroaches and mice and, and like smelly garbage. And you just, ugh, I can't handle it. And in your life is the same way. And if you don't clean it up or especially allow God to come in and clean it up, you're not going to live your life anymore. But have you ever had a clean kitchen and everything's put away and then you go to your room and the bed's made and the clothes are put away and everything's orderly and you can enjoy your room. You can enjoy your life. There's times where your life's chaotic and you don't have time to do it. But for the most part, the cleanliness, the order, that sturdy feeling of structure. And I can give you that through the kingdom of God. I can't give you that through like, I've got a great job or a cult for you to join some religious movement. Come live with us. I can tell you that the kingdom of God will provide you with stability, with order, a, a hope, an expected end, a place for your children justice for anything that ever bad happened to you restoration of lost years healing um we could go into this more but for now i'll just say that we're in this war we need everybody that we can get all the help that we can get i touched upon a few things from the asian culture and uh we spoke a little chinese tonight hey we're gonna be back soon but it's been over an hour. I got to run. It's 11, 11 o'clock here in North Carolina, Smoky Mountains, and I got a fire blazing outside. Join the adventure. Don't be afraid of change. Things are going to change a lot. But God has a hope for you. He has a plan, and he has an army. And it might look different than you think. There might be some weird Kirins popping up sometimes. When the Spirit's reveal themselves. Remember, you confirm whether they acknowledge Jesus Christ came in the flesh or not. Don't trust all the spirits, but realize that the spirits will show themselves, and we might have some crazy ones from Asia land that do indeed profess Jesus Christ as Lord, and they might say, yep, we came from one of uh, one of Chung Fei's spirit craft where he saved some souls out there in the purgatorial realms of the dust fields of China in the spirit realm. There might be some of those and they're here to fight and they're here to, to defend us. I mean, are you going to, are you going to utilize like 
two million Chinese warriors that are going to go to fight for you to defend you in this end times. We're going to go against this beast and the dragon. Who is able to make war with him? It will be a defensive war at that point. We're not going to overcome the beast. Only Jesus Christ himself at the end of the three and a half years. And looks like our audio had some issues there. Uh, maybe that was on purpose. This is post-production. Yours truly, Michael Basham, faithbucks.com, uh, Network.com. I think the Lord might want me to add here in post-production. I'm in Starbucks right now, so it's obviously barely hearable. That indeed, we do overcome. It's just not like taking over the planet. We don't take over the planet with our own strength. And um, just knowing that we look forward to the return of the king. However, we do overcome, and the Bible is full of scriptures about overcoming. So, you know, don't lose hope. Go watch Shang-Chi and uh, stay tuned for our next show.